Hello and welcome back to Ryan's Spurs Show. And today, uh, we talked about the match yesterday. Uh, quite a dis- really disappointing result. 3-0. Lost against Crystal Palace. This is something we're going to discuss for about five minutes. I don't want to talk too much about this result. Uh, we've done 3-1-0 wins and then they're ending up losing 3-0 somehow. Uh, we're just going to discuss this topic today. And I'm going to tell you guys more about the result and itself. And how I think this is going to affect us for the rest of the season. So uh, I'm going to give you through the highlights of this game. I'm, I'm going to start off the lineups. The well, lineup of Tottenham Hotspur. So in goal we had Hugo Lloris. At left back we had uh, Rigillion. At uh, the centre back we had Dyer and Tandanda. Both of them went off the pitch before the 90 minutes. Before the full 90 minutes. We had uh, Benuto and Emerson Royale. He's made a sign-in before I actually made this uh Podcast. I haven't done a podcast for a while, guys, so sorry if I haven't kept you guys up to date for a while. And then we had Slip in the middle, we're on side Harry Winston to Pierre Emil Hoyberg with Deli Alley up uh, uh, behind the top two of Kane and Lutus Mora. So uh, I'm going to talk about the two players that went off early. Uh, Eric Dyer uh, went off with an, a knock, an injury, I'd say. He, uh, he looked like he hurt something with a fire or something. His fire. He, he damaged his fire in some way. Then uh, Javat Tandanda got booked in the 53rd minute, then made another stupid decision uh, challenge. Because in the first yellow card, he had like a row with Rufus Zahar. Kind of bodied him out, I think. But uh, then he got a yellow card for that first one. And on the second one, he just made a very poor challenge, which resulted in a red card for him. And uh, yeah, but they're the two players that went off. Joe Roden replaced Eric Dyer for his injury. And Ben Davies came on for Harry Wintz in the 60th minute uh, to cover in that Jaffa Tendon the red card position. And they're the only two substitutions we actually made yesterday. We didn't finish all the three substitutions. But from a Crystal Palace point of view, they scored a penalty in the 76th minute with a handball by uh, Ben Davies, which I'm not sure what he was doing with his arm out there. Uh, we'll discuss that in a minute. With Edouard, the new signing for Crystal Palace, scored twice in the space of... Uh, what, six minutes, I think, or ten minutes, six to ten minutes, in the space of six to ten minutes, he scored two goals, uh, which is quite incredible, really. He's a new sign from Crystal Palace, done quite well. And also, to, uh, well, I haven't spoken about this yet, the departure of Serge Aurier. His contract got terminated throughout the end of that t- transfer deadline day. That's the past podcast I just made. Uh, I'll talk about that in a minute, but I'm just going to carry on about this result. So, I guess the honeymoon period is over, people say this. People are saying the honeymoon period is over, back to reality. So, what they mean by this is we've had three good games to the start of this season. We've done and lost 3-0 to Crystal Palace. Uh, as we have done losing like easy, easy games we should be winning. Uh, like last season, for example... We uh, drew three three against West Ham over two seasons ago. We lost one nil against a Newcastle. There's many, many, many games I can explain to you guys where we just, you know, went up, went to that game, haven't performed, and lost to very small clubs in this uh, Premier Division. But uh, yeah, so the three nil result puts us now uh, sixth in the league table, was not recording this, with uh, just Everton behind us on seven points. We're on nine points. So we're sitting in the league table. Uh, so it's obviously only four games in, so much more can happen with throughout the rest of the 34 games in this Premier League. But yeah, that's, uh, that's the league table. And also, 
Um, and I don't want to be surgery uh, uh, thing right now. His contract got terminated with mutual consent. I because obviously we had too many right backs in our squad. We had what we had Matt, Matt Doherty now, uh, and and uh, Emerson Royale, and obviously Jaffa Tandanda who'd play at right back as well. So we have all the right back positions covered, but. I think we should have kept. I think we should have kept Aurier and uh, sold uh, Matt Doherty because, uh, in my opinion, Aurier is a better player than Matt Doherty. Although Matt Doherty has only had one bad se- had one bad season last year, correct? But uh, I just haven't seen enough from Matt Doherty, and I think it was time for him to move on in that transfer deadline day and let Sergio Aurier carry on on what he does and and just move into a, a slightly. A different, a different uh, role by being a backup for the Tottenham Hotspur right backs position and have Emerson Morel as a right back, but I'm gonna do the uh, what I thought of the players of uh, this lineup. I'm gonna start off in goal. Uh, well, I'm, uh, let me explain to you this. I'm uh, I'm going to explain what I thought of the players. Uh, play players play what what had players played. Uh, that's how I can sum it up. I'm gonna I'm gonna explain to you guys yesterday on this time like how the players played. I'm a given ratings out of 10. So just starting a goal. Choose Lloris. Did nothing marginally wrong, I don't think. Uh, just letting those three goals, nothing exactly his fault. I didn't say anything really his fault. So a decent 7 out of 10. And left back, uh, Rodillion. He had, um, he didn't, didn't see much from him. He like made a few poor crosses, but I'll give him 7.5 out of 10. Just in front of Lloris. Because I thought he did okay. Just didn't do great. Eric Dyer, I'm I'm not giving him anything. I'm not giving him a rating because I didn't see anything from him. Obviously, he got injured early on. Uh, that was partly Hugo Lloris' fault, actually, because he rolled out and kind of just, like, went too far in front of Eric Dyer, which he had to lean forward and I think he pulled his fire. I'm not really sure. And Tandanda, I'm going to give Tandanda a 5 out of 10 because, obviously, he got that red card. Uh, Emerson Royale, it's his first game. I'm going to give him a decent 6 out of 10 due to... Uh, or he, he didn't read really, he didn't really show show what he, he he can do if the scouts say that. But I haven't seen much. I didn't see much from Amazon Royale. I don't think any of us did. Uh, yes, yesterday in this Crystal Palace results, and then Oliver Stip. What did I think of him? He he kind of just had those one of those games again against Wolves. You know, he played a bit like yeah we did against Wolves. Was just average to be honest. Didn't play that good. I'll give him a 6 out of 10 as well. Pierre-Emile Hoiberg, 7 out of 10. Just didn't see any of him, really. I think this midfield, I, did, I haven't seen, I didn't see any of the midfield do any action. I don't, I don't think I saw any of the attackers. I think most most of what relied we, we relied on on this result was the defenders. Because we, we have no backup defenders in our squad. Because look, we, we, just look, Eric Dyer came off. I mean, we replaced him with Joe Rodon. Yeah, but he's not... He's an inexperienced centre-back who... who I'm, I'm not sure what he's... At, what his role is at the club. He's just sitting there on the bench every day uh, earning his money. You know, he's never really started a Premier League game. Never really played a Premier League game. So that's why I'm wondering why he's our backup when he's got no Premier League experience at all. So I think we should have went out uh, and bought an actual pro- proper backup who knows experience of playing the game. Instead of just Joe Roden, who doesn't have experience of playing club football that much. Now, he did play at Swansea, I know, in English football. He has played multiple times, but 
We need players who've played in the Premier League before already, even if it's just a few times, because Joe Roden's not really played much. So that's what I'm worrying about him as well, and most of his backups we have. But, uh, yeah, that's what all my consumptions I have about the team. I wasn't. I didn't. I went down about other player ratings because there's not much to say. All the attackers are motivated a six out of ten. What do they do? Absolutely nothing. I don't see much out of them at all. But uh, yeah, six out of ten for all the attackers, and I told you the rest for the centre backs. Three uh, 0 What an awful result! Just disgraceful, really. How we've gone from be- winning one nil three times in a row, then go three nil, three nil, three nil loss. And I wouldn't say that's Nuno to blame. We just haven't turned up on the day. And to be honest, we didn't really turn up neither on the Wolves or Watford match, did we? We we didn't play at the top standard. Uh, all, the only day we played well was really against Man City. Uh, obviously 1-0 as well. But that's probably the only game we've actually played well so far this season. Uh, which is slightly worrying. I think it's obviously a one-off game. If that's happening, we're not consistent enough. Uh, we, we've proven we're not consistent enough throughout the past few seasons. But uh, our next game is coming up soon against... Um, who is our next game? It's in match match week five against Chelsea. I'm going to struggle how we see winning against Chelsea. That is going to be... Uh, it's going to be I don't know how we're going to beat Chelsea at all. Because how are we, how we, how we going to beat Chelsea if we can't beat Crystal Palace when... When Chelsea beat Crystal Palace three 0 didn't they? At the start of the season, they're really consistent. Uh, Chelsea at the moment, they're just gonna smash a few past us and go home, really, aren't they? Uh, that's all I'm gonna say today, guys. I guess I'm just very furious about the team's results and how we went out there yesterday and played, and we didn't give it all our all. Uh, we need better players in our team. I don't, I'm just not sure what Ndombele is doing on the bench either. He's had. Years he's had a few years, hasn't he, to get fit for this Tottenham squad? Yet he hasn't really, he hasn't he hasn't been fit at all, has he, throughout the past few seasons? So I'm worried about the whole whole team, even Harry Kane. I'm still worried about him. Why he's not really turning up on these games anymore? Doesn't look like he's turning up. He just doesn't get the ball. To be honest, all I'm saying about Harry Kane and the rest of the players. But I just thank you guys for listening to this podcast. I will speak to you. Speak to you after the Chelsea game. My next weekly roundup. Thank you guys. Bye.